Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, which features the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. When you go shopping, do you follow your heart or rely on logical reasoning? Marketers often encourage consumers to use either feelings or reasons when making consumption decisions, particularly in the design of advertisements. Research has found, however, that the effectiveness of either strategy may depend on the consumer's self-view, as well as the time frame of which the decision outcomes actualize. Assistant Professor of Marketing Hannah Cheng at the SMU Lee Kong Chien School of Business specializes in research on consumer behavior and has been involved in research projects that study the dynamics of how feelings and reasons play a part in the consumer decision-making process. In this podcast, she shares her insights into this subject matter and also discusses the implications and practical applications for individual consumers and for companies targeting Asian consumers vis-à-vis consumers in the West. Prof Cheng, you specialize in consumer behavior research and have been involved in various studies that examine the consumer's decision-making process. Could you tell us what inspires you to choose this area of specialization? I think consumer behavior and consumer judgment decision-making is an integral part of our everyday life. And um, I'm just fascinated by how people go about making decisions. When I was an undergraduate at University of California in Irvine, I was a research assistant for this interdisciplinary project. So this project looked at how people made medical decision-making. And I was really fascinated by the fact that even in medical decision-making, a lot of people relied on their feelings when they make decisions rather than their logical assessments and logics. And later on, because my observation, I decided to pursue this area of research further. So I went to Columbia University to pursue a PhD in, in marketing to uh, better understand how people make judgments and decision making, especially in how and when do people rely on feelings versus reasons and making judgments and decisions. Tell us about your research. What are the key factors influencing the consumer decision-making process? Two of my recent projects look at when do people rely on feelings um, and their emotional responses compared to logical assessments and reasons in making judgments and decisions. So in one project uh, with my uh, collaborator at Columbia University, Michelle Pham, we looked at how and when do the actualization of decision outcomes affect people's reliance on feelings versus reasons in making judgments and decisions. In another project I have with Jiewen Hong, who is now at uh, HKUST in Hong Kong, we looked at how self-control affects people's reliance on feelings versus reasons. And uh, research has shown that there are two types of self-control. One is called interdependent self-control, which is when people view themselves as connected to the social environment around them. The second type of self-control is called independent self-control, which is when people see themselves as unique individuals defined by their own unique internal attributes. Independent self-controls tend to promote people to see themselves as more disconnected from their social environment. And what we found was that when people tend to be characterized by independent self-control, they're more likely to rely on feelings when they make decisions. Whereas when people are characterized by interdependent self-controls, they're more likely to rely on logical assessments when they make decisions. How do we interpret these findings in the cultural context? 
research has found that Asian consumers tend to be more characterized by interdependent self-controls, and Western counterparts are more likely to be characterized by independent self-control. So our research suggests that compared to Western counterparts, Asian consumers are more likely to rely on reasons. Our hypothesis is that when people are characterized by independent self-control, because they care more about their internal attributes, they tend to find their own feelings as more diagnostic and more informative compared to when people are characterized by interdependent self-controls. In the latter case, because people care more about the social environment around them, they care more about other people's opinion. So as a result, they tend to justify their decision more. They care more about reasons that they can tell others in the case that they made a bad decision and need to explain to other people why they made the decisions that they did. Besides the perspective of self in society, were there other factors affecting their use of feelings versus reasons in decision making? Another research I have that looked at when people rely on feelings versus reasons is we hypothesized and found that when decision outcomes will actualize sooner, people are more likely to rely on their feelings than when the same decision outcome will actualize much later, say a year from now instead of next month. So in one of our studies, we showed uh, we recruited a group of undergraduate participants, and they were all college juniors and seniors. So we divided them into four groups. In two groups, we just reminded them when they're graduating. So either next month for the college seniors or next year for the college juniors. The other two groups, we asked them to imagine that you're going to graduate soon, either next month or next year. And we showed all four groups of students, uh, student participants, two apartments. One apartment is more aesthetically pleasing. It's smaller, but it's much prettier and has a nicer view. The other apartment is functionally more superior. It's bigger. It's much more conveniently located in terms of public transit. So we show all the participants these two apartments, and we just ask them, in lieu of the situation, which apartment would you rent? And what we found was that for college juniors, and for those who are asked to imagine um, graduating a year from now, they were more likely to choose a functionally superior apartment. Whereas for the other two groups of participants, when they're asked to th think about their impending graduation next month, uh, for the college seniors or uh, for those who are just asked to imagine the scenario, they're more likely to pick the more beautiful, more aesthetically pleasing, emotionally appealing apartment. What could be the reason for that? So we find that people tend to find their emotions or feelings as more informative for decisions when the decision will happen sooner than later. When something is very remote from now, we, we, we can think about the decision in a much cooler, rational fashion than when it's about to happen very soon. Interesting findings indeed. How can we as consumers apply this knowledge in our everyday lives? I think it's important for consumers to be more informed about the decision they make and ultimately be happier about the choices that they make and be more satisfied with their decisions. Yeah, so one way is that uh, if people are more informed about their decision-making process, if they can make corrections to it, if it's something that they feel like, oh, they've made it in an impulsive, more impulsive emotional manner. 
Um, so that's one implication of it. Whether people rely on feelings or whether people rely on reasons, there isn't really the optimal route to decision making. And I think in, in terms of uh, our upbringing, many of our upbringing, we say that, well, don't rely on your feelings. Um, when you make decisions, you got to be rational. You have to make it in terms of a logical assessment and evaluating uh, all the options before you reach a decision. But in reality, very often, feelings can lead to happier decisions. And in some cases, even objectively better decisions. And I think that's one reason or one of the catalysts into why in recent years there's growing research that look at reason versus feeling-based decision-making. What about corporates? How do these findings impact on businesses selling to consumers? I think first, businesses or managers are people as well. So they make decisions just like regular consumers. And uh, businesses and managers are subjected to the same decision-making process as individual consumers do. So that's one. Another implication for businesses would be that perhaps they can take into account how consumers make judgments and decisions and design better decision environments that will ultimately benefit both businesses as well as the end consumers. So in one of the studies that I carried out with Jiawen, what we found was that when you provide decision environments conducive to the way people make judgments and decisions, they tend to attach more value to the choices that they make. So as a result, they're willing to pay more for the same chosen option. So in our study, we found that, so going back to the earlier apartment example, what we found was that even if people pick the same apartments, they're willing to pay 53% more for monthly rent. So that's obviously beneficial for businesses. But at the same time, these consumers are more satisfied with their choices, even later on. So in a way, I think it's, it's a win-win for both businesses as well as consumers in improving consumer welfare. Are there learning points for businesses selling to Asian consumers versus those in Western countries? So for businesses that are targeting Asian consumers, it might be worthwhile to help design marketing communications in a way that encourages reason-based decision-making because that's how Asian consumers tend to make their decisions on. Whereas if the businesses are targeting Western counterparts, say Western Europe or consumers in North America, it might be worthwhile to emphasize more on feelings in their marketing communications. So I think a few years ago, Hyundai from Korea ran a series of commercials. And in their commercials, they want people to think about it, was the name of their, their campaign. So in the series of commercials, they asked people to think about uh, the advantages of driving a Hyundai car versus other cars in terms of fuel efficiency, price, etc. Whereas around the same time, Ford Motors carried out a, a series of commercials that asked people to just imagine how would you feel driving a Ford a vehicle? So you can see that companies actually do encourage people to either rely on feelings or reasons when in their ads or marketing communications. And the implication of our research would suggest that for Hyundai, if you're targeting Asian consumers, you might want to change your pitch a bit and start emphasizing logics. So if Ford wants to enter Asian markets and target Asian consumers, it might be better if Ford changed their pitch a bit. And instead of emphasizing reliance on feelings, 
talk about all the reasons, all the logics for why driving a Ford makes sense. Whereas for Hyundai, if they want to enter a North American market, target more uh, Western uh, audience, it might be better for them to change their pitch and emphasize feelings, emotions related to driving a Hyundai vehicle. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.